When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Super Gremlin, that was the message from Antonio Brown, among several others on social media yesterday after he just, I mean, a, a scene. I mean, we have, it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. If you have ever seen the movie Slapshot from the 70s, and by the way, if you haven't, I don't care if you like hockey or not, that's a must watch. There's a scene in there where they're in the championship game, and it's just, again, bizarre Everybody just brawling kind of hockey. And Ned Braden, the star of the team, decides he's just going to strip out of everything he's wearing. Gear. Like it was a yard sale. Just gear everywhere, all over the ice. And strips down to almost nothing, or pretty much nothing. Just a jock strap, Harry. I mean, if you can picture it, that's what it was. <laughs> Skating around, and, and that's how the movie, basically, that's how they win the championship. It's a long story, but that's, that's the, like, anytime you've ever seen somebody just take off all the gear and just leave a field, deuces to the crowd, jumping jacks, and I'm out. And then after the game, the head coach tells you, hey, no longer plays for us. It's like one of those scenes that's just so bizarre. And that happened at MetLife Stadium, and it was against the Jets, and just think about it. Most of the time, Jets fans leave Jets game early. The opponent rarely leaves the game early at MetLife mm-hmm. Stadium, right? But like, so, so that's just add all of that to it. And lost in all of yesterday's bizarre, like that bizarre story, and then some games uh, that came down to the wire, some games that were uh, critical to the playoff positioning. Did you see Jalen Hurts leaving the field in Washington? And there's a lot of Eagles fans that are leaning over the railing as he's walking to the tunnel. And, Harry, you, you've walked through many tunnels after games heading out. I'm sure you've seen fans leaning over, yelling, screaming, all that stuff. Did yep. you ever once think, these people might fall on me? N- because, never. Never. <laughs> never. Because a railing gives way at FedEx Field. And it, luckily for Hertz, he wasn't on that side of the tunnel. And all these fans fell at least what eight feet, six feet to the ground, yes. right in front of him. But 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 Han, here here's the best part of it all. They get up. First of all, Jalen Hurts wasn't bothered one bit no, by no, no. all the fans falling in front of him, and then they get up to proceed to take selfies with Jalen Hurts. And all I'm saying to myself is, don't give this man COVID because he has to play next week. Like, that's Even the only better. thing going through my mind. Like, Even oh, better. no, get him away. Please, yeah. get, get him a mask. <laughs> yeah, he handled it He handled it as well as you can when you consider all these guys fell down. But, man, could you just, again, imagine the scene if that rail, that metal railing lands on top of him and then people land on top of him because he's walking by and oblivious to the fact that that railing oh. was about to give way. Could you I, imagine I, that I can imagine. I can imagine Jalen Hurts not needing money the rest of his life because mm-hmm. the lawsuit that he would have filed would have took care of him and probably 15 generations down the line. Yeah, there's a lot of things they need. Probably even in, more. In, in, <laughs> a lot of things they need in Washington for that football team, a stadium, clearly one of them. And, of course, they've been trying to get one there for a, a long time. But back to MetLife Stadium we go because, you know, the, the Antonio Brown story, 
notwithstanding. Tell me I'm crazy. Uh, of course I'm crazy. I'm a Jets fan. I looked at the game yesterday, and Brady Brady with the comeback win, which, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm watching that game. 24-10. This is fun. All right, but it's Tom Brady, and something's going to happen. And, of course, it does. And he wins the game, walks off the field, beats the Jets again, slays the dragon, all that stuff. And we've seen it all a million times. Rinse, repeat. But why is it okay for me to think, Harry, or am I wrong, that that was a win for the Jets regardless just because, A, playoff positioning – I mean, playoff positioning, how dare I? Draft positioning wasn't affected. Yeah. And the quarterback played well. I needed to see that. I needed both of these things to happen, and they did. The only bad thing that happened was the Seahawks won. The other draft pick that the Jets had. <laughs> but am I wrong to say that, though? Like, like I'm at a place where I need to find the positives, and the positives yeah. are I thought Zach Wilson is starting to look like a quarterback, which is nice, and the draft pick is still very much a, a high one, a good one, and one that they're going to desperately need come April. Well, I think with Zach Wilson, I think he's starting to get more comfortable um, with the NFL game, the speed of the game, uh, how different it is from – going from college to the NFL, I think he's starting to find his niche. And I think either I think not being able to play a few games may have helped him as well to be able to sit back and see things from the outside looking in uh, mm-hmm. and some things that he, he could probably correct. But right now, I mean, this is what you want from your young players and especially your young quarterback that you drafted second overall. You want them to be transcending upward um, toward the tail end of the season. And you want those positives going into next year. Uh, Braxton Barrows, did a hell of a job last year. I seen a tweet that he's the most New England wide receiver ever. <laughs> and that's so true. But he showed up yesterday. He had a rushing touchdown, and he had eight catches for 65 yards and a touchdown as well. And it's not like that. I mean, you see Tom Brady got picked off. And I thought one of the cool things is that Tom Brady actually signed the football um, after the game of that young man, um, Eccles. Who, who who intercepted him? Yeah, that was and it, cool, and, and and that that's the respect Tom Brady gets. And when 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 that young man picked him off, and he has that ball, man, he can show that to his kid. Hey, the greatest quarterback of all time, I played against, and I had a chance to get this interception, and he signed the ball after the game. That's cool as hell to me. Some people criticized him for that. Who can, man? Listen, I I don't I, I think it, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, people you know who, who probably never right played now? a damn sport in their life. Like, think about it like this, right? Like, like you, like you know where you are as a team. You know where you are, right? Like, we suck this year. We're we're a young team. We're we're not ready yet. And Tom Brady is the goat. And I did something special against. This is the only chance I probably ever get to walk up to him because anywhere else in the world, if I try to get to Tom Brady, there's like seven layers of security that are going to stop me from getting to him anyway. So I got a chance to get something and keep it for a keepsake for. Five years from now, maybe when you're competitive Alan. and I'm part of this, I can look back and say, you know, that ball was special to me because it let me know I belong in the league. Anything like that. I don't have a problem with that moment. It's now, no if you're competing from for a jersey swapping, spot, it's no different from jersey swapping and getting somebody to sign their jersey after you play them. What's yeah. the difference? No, I don't think there is a difference. That's I, what I'm I saying. I, I think, but I, I don't know. Look, dapping after games and hugging after games when you've had a devastating loss or a frustrating loss. That can bother fans because fans wear these losses more. They get real. You, like I just want to break stuff after no, a loss. No, fans think they wear the losses more. See, that's that's the thing. That's the narrative that oh, really? we got to get out of. Because when I, whenever I lost a game, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to be around people. None of that. I remember I lost a game. But, but uh, then why, why are we shaking? Was it hands on my birthday? On my birthday, like in college, against yeah. my rival Kentucky, my parents and everybody, all my family came up. 
I didn't want to celebrate my birthday because we lost. So I, I don't like that that fans think they are more upset about losses than people who actually work hard as hell every single day leading up to the game, and that's the only game they have and lose. Like, that, that that's crazy to me. Yeah, that part I get. But like I said, it, it, it's I, I'm cool with that. Now, Zach Wilson, let's get back to him. Because he had, he had arguably one Zach of his attack. best games. Yeah. One of his best games of the year. He went 19-33, 234 yards and a touchdown. But more importantly, that's now four straight games he hasn't thrown a pick. Now, why is that significant? Because he had 11 picks in his first eight. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I mean, I would say that's pretty good. He had 11 and eight. You've gone four straight without one. Hopefully finish the season uh, without any and keep it clean. Like, like you just want to see – I'm like, we got to take baby steps here, Harry. Baby yeah. steps. He's the number two pick in the draft. I need to know I got something. And for the first eight starts of his career, I was really concerned that they should have drafted, maybe they should have drafted Mac Jones. Maybe they should have drafted Justin Fields. Did they blow this pick? You know, like, like is, is this going to come back to haunt this franchise forever? Is he not the guy? There was a lot of concern about that. You had, you know, Mike White comes in and you're like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. You know, that that's a big concern. My, Mike so White came him, in and threw for 400 yards yeah, and, and beat like, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, thanks for reminding me of that. Right. And, that, <laughs> and, that's, and as I said at the time, it's great news for Mike White. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, and I don't mean any disrespect to Mike White, but that's it's only good for Mike White that he had that performance, not overall for the franchise. So that's all I wanted to know. Do I have a quarterback? And I kind of feel like we're starting to trend in the right direction that you do. That's what I needed to see. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and, and listen, I, I'll, I'll be the first to remind people that, hey, that was Peyton Manning great his first season? No, he wasn't. But he's he's a Hall of Famer now. He's won mm-hmm. Super Bowls. Um, you got you to gotta be patient. I know that's hard for people to understand nowadays because we're not in the patient world anymore. No. But when it comes to these quarterbacks, you got to be patient, especially when you draft the number one. I'll say especially when you draft them in the first round, period. You have to be patient with them. Be patient. Allow those guys to grow and understand. Because the college, the college game is so much different from the NFL game. It's it, it's two different games, man. And from a quarterback's perspective, there's a lot to be learned and a lot to understand once you get to the NFL. I completely agree. All right, there's certainly though the quarterback maybe coaching. That's the concern. There was a play. There was a fourth and two quarterback sneak that, of course, everybody's talking about. Listen to Robert Sala explaining why it shouldn't have been a quarterback sneak because this is where my bigger concern is with this team. Take a listen to this. It's a, it's a short yardage call, so that's fourth and one or less. Uh, obviously, we stretched it to four uh, yard and a half or whatever it was. Um, Braxton's one of our best players, and we won the ball in his hands. And, um, and uh, we just didn't communicate it the way we needed to across the board. He executed the playbook. And uh, in that situation, we needed to communicate to him, hand this ball off no matter what. And when you actually look at that play and you look at the end zone or you look at the copy or whatever it is, it's it's a first down. And so it just makes you sick. The communication, this has been a story the whole season. And, and you know, Nick Sirianni and everybody in Philly, that's a young coaching staff. They, they've won seven of their last nine games. They don't seem to have these issues. The inexperience is exposed with this Jets coaching staff all season long. That's been another part of the problem that they've got to figure out. That's It's a bigger concern to me than Zach Wilson. But I think it, it's it really growing is. pains. It's growing pains for everybody. And I'll be the first to tell you, is Robert Sala a bad coach? No. 
you see what he did when he led defense, the defenses uh, with the San Francisco 49ers? Is Mike LaFleur a bad coach? No. Look at the coaching tree he's come from. The, Cal, the, the, the Mike Shanahan, the Cal Shanahan, the Matt LaFleur, his brother, the Sean McVay, right? He comes from that tree. If I'm not mistaken, Zach Taylor came from that tree too, right? Wasn't Zach Taylor um, with the Rams when he got the job? Yeah. Yeah, right, with yeah, the Rams. Yeah, quarterback coach, yeah. Yeah. So he, it's not like these guys uh, are coming from a bad tree. It's just that they have to understand how to do things under different authority, right, under a head coach, an offensive coordinator. So that that's what that's the thing going, moving forward they're going to have to understand and learn. Keyshawn J. Will Max, Harry Douglas, Alan Hahn in for the guys today. Brought to you by Pylon. Weather looking nasty. Don't change your plans. Change your wiper blades. Michelin wiper blades use advanced technology to hug your windshield, to channel away water, snow, and ice so you can see clearly and drive confidently. Upgrade to Michelin wiper blades at Walmart. All right, we go to the Goodyear hotline right now. Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas here with you. And Charlie Batch joining us right now on the Goodyear hotline. Charlie, good morning. Happy New Year. How you doing? I'm doing well. Happy New Year, fellas. So let's just go right to the the obvious conversation to have with you as a guy who played in Pittsburgh. You played with Antonio Brown when you were with the Steelers. What was your reaction to what you saw yesterday at MetLife Stadium with him leaving the field, middle of the game, taking the top half of his gear off? Yeah, this is definitely something I've seen for the first time in my career. I've been And I've been around the NFL for 20 seasons now, so I've never seen that. And unfortunately, whatever happened prior to and as we saw um, is one thing, but the thing that kind of disturbed me was the fact that the video after the game, as if he did nothing wrong, that's the part that concerns me. Yeah, that, that concerns a lot of us. And I mm-hmm. ask you, when, when, when we talk about Antonio Brown, what do you think is best for him right now? Well, obviously uh, his support team, and I don't know if he has one. I know he had a strong base uh, early, in his earlier years here in Pittsburgh. Um, and obviously, as he exited out, I don't know if it was as strong. And obviously, it's apparent that it's not. So you just hope that whatever's going on, that he's able to um, attack it personally um, and get the help that he's needed. It's time for the Monday Night Football Preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. So we've got the Steelers tonight against the Browns. And there's a lot of emotions probably into this game for obvious reasons with Ben Roethlisberger. But... You know, just just give us your thoughts on this game tonight and also on Big Ben and what looks like, or at least he's kind of acknowledged at the end of his career. Yeah, this is a game, obviously, that the uh, networks, which would be a little bit different as they uh, focus this one here on a Monday night. Both teams could potentially be out of it after tonight. Um, so this is something that uh, obviously the season didn't go the way that they expected it to go. Actually, big, uh, Ben Roethlisberger thought that they had a chance to compete this year, and unfortunately that didn't happen. And as you kind of wrap everything up, 18 years and the accomplishments that he's uh, had, you know, for me, I look at it a little bit differently because I was there at the earlier years of uh, his career and where he was trying to build it and get it to that point of being, you know, talked about it respectfully around the league. And he worked his tail off, especially between 2006, 2007. And ultimately that resulted in the second championship in 2008, as we beat the Cardinals in Super Bowl 43. So it's just great to see him, you know, do accomplish a lot of the things that, he was able to, and of course, I consider him a big brother or a little brother. Because I'm the big brother. I spent a nine of my 11 years with him. So it's just really cool to see, man. And I'm just fortunate to be able to say I was one of the few that's seen every pass uh, that he's thrown in his career. 
Hmm. Charlie, this Pittsburgh Steelers defense, it's not a custom, you're not a, we're not accustomed to seeing what, what what has transpired this season. As you know, usually they're great against the run. They're great in all phases uh, defensively. Uh, at every level, right now they're 31st against the run. We know the the, the Browns are going to run the football tonight. Is that the biggest test for the Pittsburgh Steelers heading to this game, stopping the run? Absolutely it is. And they're going to be missing key starters um, here tonight. Chris, Chris Warmley, who was inserted into the lineup middle of the season, you know, here they are. You know, you've been unsure of what's going to happen in the inside linebacker position. If Joe Sherber's on a COVID list, we'll wait to see if Devin Bush is activated from that list. If not, they're sitting back with two young guys, and Marcus Allen, who's a former safety, will be playing inside linebacker position. Then if you add the injuries to T.J. Watt and his ribs, I don't know how effective that this Steelers defense could be. The Browns, yes, they are third in the league, depending on how the numbers faltered yesterday, but they average 144 yards rushing a game. Of course, they're going to attack it, and if they're able to get that running game going, that will allow Baker Mayfield with that play-action game to get going. So I just don't know how they get it done and be able to stop it because that's something they haven't been able to do through 15 games thus far. Talking with Charlie Batch here on the Goodyear Hotline, Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas, ESPN Radio. I mean, it's going to take a lot. The Steelers got a win tonight. They've got to then finish the season with a win and get the Colts to lose again and hope that you don't get a, a tie between the Raiders and the Chargers. It's, it's a lot of math, but, I mean, they still are technically alive. Um, what, what do you need to see from them? I mean, what do we need to see from from the Steelers in these next couple of weeks, just to just to believe that it's it, this season has looked like this is the first time in a long time they haven't been a real competitive team. But what do you need to see from them before the season's over to feel like that it's not this isn't going to be the start of now uh, some losing seasons that I don't think this franchise ever loses two years in a row. It just never happens. Yeah, it never happens there. But I've, honestly, I've seen enough of this season to say I don't even expect much if they do get into the playoffs. So that's hard for me to say because I've been around for so long. And a couple of weeks ago they were talking about, yeah, maybe we could do a Super Bowl mm-hmm. repeat of Super Bowl 40, win the last four games, and then rip off in the playoffs. And I'm thinking to myself, this team isn't strong enough to do so. They were trying to convince themselves of that. And right now the only thing that I can see is players playing for next year because they came into this week with a 13% chance. Now they're at 5% chance of making the playoffs. So it's pretty doomed, even from that perspective. But if I'm a player on this roster right now, understand that the evaluation continues to happen. And ultimately, that these players, if they want to be around for 2022 season, they need to make an impact over the next two weeks. Charlie, who, who's, the, who's the quarterback of this team going forward? And is it, is he, it doesn't seem like he's on the roster. So where do you go from here? Yeah, I know there's a lot of talk, of course, you know, speculation, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, those type of veteran quarterbacks here. I just don't see it because to give up the, the collateral that you would have to give up to get these guys, there's too many holes that this Steelers team has to fill. So I, I truly believe that they're going to hold on to their picks, try to get younger. But then ultimately, I think they ride out to 2022 season with Mason Rudolph starting as their quarterback. They like him within the organization. I know a lot of people on the outside don't agree with that decision. But I think ultimately they've invested enough in Mason to decide, hey, let's give him one more shot because he did decent, you know, in that 2019 season when he had to play, but it wasn't consistent enough. So I think the Steelers do give him a chance. He's a former third-round pick. They did have a first-round grade on him. I think they allow him the opportunity the first year, and then ultimately I think they draft whoever that replacement is going to be, and hopefully he fills that franchise quarterback over the next decade or so. Well, Charlie, I got to ask you, when you look at the Steelers organization, 
Did they fail in finding Big Ben's successor? Well, I don't think they failed at finding a successor because they believe that Mason could potentially be their guy. What I think they failed on is the fact that they didn't invest in their offensive line. During Ben's earlier career, they invested in his line. And then when Ben started to really, you know, middle of his career get going, throwing for 4,952 yards, they really had to, the line up front solidified. And right now, as Ben got older, they failed to deliver in the offensive line category. And right now, Ben is getting hit at a point of his career that he's never had. And then ultimately, you see what they can't do in a running game. So I think they really have to invest whoever the quarterback is next year, first and foremost, into that offensive line. Yeah, they got a good running back in the draft. At least you know you got something in Harris, but we'll see where they go from here. But one thing you got to play for, if if not the playoffs, is Mike Tomlin. He's never had a losing season. You can still be assured of that with just a good effort these last two weeks, and it starts tonight. That's the Monday Night Football preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average call or click today. Charlie, great to catch up with you. Happy New Year. Thanks so much. Happy New Year. Appreciate you having me on, fellas. All right, interesting stuff there, Harry, that he had to say about that quarterback oh, no. position and where they're going to go from here. I mean, we're not used to seeing the Steelers, uh, what they look like right now. But don't don't you agree? In that locker room, you think to a man, there's guys that are saying, if we don't, if we do anything this year, is we make sure this man doesn't have his first losing season on his on his record. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it, it, you want to send Big Ben out the right way, man. And you that's know, a, that, yeah. You, you want to send Big Ben out the right way, but this organization has been one of the best uh, across the board uh, f- for the longest. So, uh, send Big Ben out the right way, though. Yeah, it also sounds like he's not looking at them trading for a quarterback, giving up assets. It's interesting that he would say that. You know, he's probably talking to people in that organization all right don't forget also to check out best of the batch foundation at batchfoundation.org coming up why joe judge spent half his postgame press conference letting us know that everyone wants to be a giant that's next Keyshawn j willamax espn radio we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. There's a lot to get there, and we'll try to figure it out. Keyshawn, J. Will, Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hey, drivers who switch and save with Progressive, save over $700 on average. It's Alan Hahn. Harry Douglas here with you. And 
I mean, we've we've seen this before. So the Giants are abysmal. Right? They lose again. Like, talk about draft positioning. The Giants lose. All right, that's good for their draft positioning. But they beat the Bears, who they own their first-round pick, so not good. Like, you can't win in this situation, right? But aside from the fact that there's no Daniel Jones for the rest of the season, neck injury, so you're playing Mike Lennon, who just, you know, there's nothing inspiring to watch here. It's Joe <laughs> and, and all, all, No, it's true, though. And, and, and really, the, the Giants have become a, a really depressing story and franchise and everything about them. And the feeling is, all right, well, they're going to move on from Dave Gettleman, whether they let him just retire, you know, go into the sunset instead of, uh, you know, embarrass him by firing him, let, let him step down. But the thinking is, is, don't they really need to just clean house? And already the reports are, no, 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 they, they like Joe Judge. They plan on keeping him, and they plan on keeping Daniel Jones at quarterback. And Joe Judge has spent a lot of time ranting uh, to the media. The last couple of weeks we've seen him go on long diatribes to the media about how, how things are working and how involved he is and how engaged he is and how things are really heading in the right direction. And he did it again yesterday after the game, 11 minutes long that he went on a rant about why the Giants are in a better place now than they were when he got there and what happens behind the scenes and things we don't see and why it's okay. We're only going to give you a 40-second taste of this because, trust me, within moments you're going to feel like it's like when you watch you know, Peanuts and the teacher talks and wah, 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 wah. It just goes on and on. So let's hear a little bit of Joe Judge talking about why Giants fans should have faith that he's the guy. That can turn this around. The fans are kind of yawn. Like they're, they're... Go ahead, man. So, like, why did they have faith that you're going to get this turned around? Because, I mean, people are just seeing these results and they don't have a lot of it right now. So, I guess, what would your answer to that, that be? You know, we talk inside a lot, okay? And I don't ever ask for patience from anybody. Let's get that clear right now. All right? And the fans have every right to have an opinion. That's why they're fans. They have every right of that. You buy a ticket to come in the stadium, you have every right to boo me going out the stadium. That's the way it is. That's what we sign up for, right? And it's New York. It's supposed to be a tough place to be. Certain cities in this country, they don't even know if their team's playing today. All right, so you sign up for a job in a city like New York, you expect to have this. I never shy away from that. I ain't worried about that at all. Certain places, Harry. They don't even know if their team is playing. Boy, he trying to, he trying to sell that car, huh? Yeah. Boy, salesman of the week goes to head coach Joe Judge. <laughs> He I hit mean, a record. He try, He's trying to sell everything he gets his hands on. <laughs> Unbelievable. The, the, this, the, this goes on and on. And, and I'm telling you, I, I keep trying to piece together like some of the like, – like, again, I spent a long time as a reporter. I covered the NFL. I covered the NHL. I covered the NBA. And I've been through a lot of this stuff. I, I've covered coaches who were fiery. I've, coached, I've covered GMs who were fiery. I've, coached, I've covered players who were fiery. And you knew – you're not taking notes. You got to get the tape recorder going because you're going to have to transcribe this. Whatever he's saying, it's going to be fast, furious, and you're not going to be able to keep up. And you better listen rather than try to take notes. And this is one of those situations. But what happens is you try to find right. What's in all of what he said? There's got to be the one sound bite. That's the one. Of course, you can boo me out of the stadium. He's letting fans know I'm okay with being booed. Okay, great. But that's not up to you anyway. You know, yeah. I don't like. Like, here's the thing that I think Joe has to understand. Nobody wants to boo you. The whole idea of fire of hiring you is not because, well, you know what? He could take a good boo. Like, I really don't need that. What I want is you to say to me or show me, you don't have to boo me. I'm going to give you something to believe in. 
But now for this is a, another week where he's going on this diatribe about how things are better now than they were when I, when I got here and how hard everybody's playing. He went into saying that he's heard from former players who wish they were still there. Everybody wants to be Giants. We're all Giants. Like, it's it just he goes on and on. He, and, and then he starts throwing shade at, A, all right, there's some, some cities where they don't even know their team's playing. All right, how, how about that part of it? He said, at least we're not a clown show. Which was he talking about there? Ooh. Hold right? up, like, coach. Like, hold up. Like, hold up, hold all up. kinds of, yeah, they, like where you're dealing with drama and everything. Uh, this ain't a team that's got fist fights on the sidelines. Ron Rivera's like, excuse me? <laughs> like, <laughs> are you talking about my team? Like, it, it just, it's so, there's so much being said. And when you look at the transcript and you realize this is 11 minutes of nonstop rant, I love the passion. But what I also see is someone that this is clearly you've been thinking about this. This is weighing on your mind and it's eating at you and it's starting to show. And I just wonder again, do we do we love the passion, Harry, or are we concerned that he goes on a rant this long with that much detail? I'm concerned. I'll tell you what I don't like, though. I don't like. If those conversations were even had, we don't even know if he's telling the truth or not about players wanting to be there and players on the other team. That I don't think that's the the public's business. I really don't. Like if 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 you're having conversations with players about those type of things, why as a head man, I don't think it looks good on you coming to, coming coming in public and, and and saying and mentioning those things. I just don't. I just don't. Now those players are gonna feel like you know what? I don't think I could trust him. What else will he air out? What else would he let the world know mm-hmm. if that occurred? we got to put that if there. Like, like, Here's one part here. He goes, if I tell you now, if you're in the damn building, if you walk on through our locker room, you ain't seeing the crap you saw before, Pat Shermer. He's like, mm. you ain't see. Uh, I'm adding the Pat Shermer part, but that's kind of what he's saying. Before me, you know, you're not seeing the stuff. You're not seeing guys. Yeah, he, he's vacations. sending subliminal messages throughout oh, the yeah, entire interview. Yeah. He said, you ain't seeing guys planning vacations. You're not seeing golf clubs in front of players' lockers. You're not seeing that stuff. <laughs> that's, that's not because this is some Those high school shots. program we're practicing with. It's shots because guys fired. understand how to play together as a team. They understand the process we're going through. And all this stuff. I can go through the roster evaluation, X's and O's. I can go through things. I can do it for every day myself. I go through all that stuff. But in terms of the next step, I can tell you now. I can tell you we're a whole lot closer to where we're going that we're not further away. I can tell you that. I can tell you we have more players here who are going to be free agents next year, and they're coming to my office every day begging me to come back. I know that. <laughs> I know players that we coached last year still calling me twice a week telling me how much they wish they were still here, even though they're getting paid more somewhere else, okay? So I know we've got the right foundational pieces here. They don't miss them high-ass taxes in New York. Coach talking about <laughs> living expenses but be serious I, I it's like i get what he's doing here he's looking at everybody saying you don't see it but trust me i still feel like he's talking to the owner like i don't think he's talking to fan. i think he's talking to the owner he has really so many do. he has so many messages within that one interview to all kind of people yeah. to all kind of people unbelievable I, no, get it together I, I, joe I, judge how about this one he goes begging uh, I'm not going to call interview. out players publicly. I'm not going to sit up here like some other coward sitting at the microphones and putting his players on blast. Other cowards Ooh. putting his players. Who are you talking about? Like he's Ooh. got everybody in the crosshairs right now. He is all mm. fired up. And I just want to know if you're a Giants fan, are you like, yeah, I'm, I'm behind Joe Judge. I love this. 
Or are you like, oh, boy, like we're in one. I think we need to change the coach, too. I don't know. I, I, I'd love to hear from Giants fans on this one. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And usually it's the Giants and Jets fans who are trying to beat the traffic at MetLife Stadium. If you've ever gone to a game there, it's, it's typically that. You park and you go, okay, so third quarter we're out of here, right? Yeah, well, yesterday it was a seven-time Pro Bowler that decided third quarter's a good time to get out of here and beat the traffic. We'll explain why. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, it's brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the $45 silver unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. It's Alan Hahn. It's Harry Douglas joining you on the show right now. And joining us right now, is he ready? I see not ready. But I'm ready. I, I heard him. Yes, of course. Always ready. <laughs> but, 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 but Han, I have a question. Every time we have Rex Ryan on, uh-huh. we play that I'm too sexy. So, uh, are we just? Can I just call it sexy Rexy man? Welcome back, man. You know I'm, I'm glad to have I, you. I baby. appreciate you guys, and yeah, you know I. That is my walkout th- you know, song. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys playing it. <laughs> Rex, Rex, being, Rex being a baseball guy, you know, every, you got to have your walk up music, and I Absolutely. figured that would be the one. Flip the bat too, why don't you? But Rex, your your take on on Antonio Brown and what yeah. what you saw there in game. I mean, in game, hap- this happening. The I, I was more compelled by looking at the players on the bench and coaches and others, like just staring at him, like, "What is he doing?" Like that whole thing, like you just seeing that from a from a head coach's perspective, and just somebody again that cares a lot about this league and and obviously its players. What what is your thought about yeah. that moment? Yeah, it's just, um, it's like, oh my, like I've never seen it in all the years I coached. I've never seen it ever. Um, I saw it one time as a player in, in, in college. Some kid uh, walked off the field, threw his pads in the trash or whatever. But, you know, I saw it then, but never on a, in a game, uh, that kind of situation. And, and, look, I've dealt with a lot of, you know, narcissists before, sometimes receivers or whatever, that, you know, and, and it's about them. They want their catches. They want whatever. But they're professional enough to stay in the game and, and, and all this. Um to me, right now, I'm just a fan of this game, and we're robbed of, of seeing this kid's talent. Like, he's such a talented guy, and, and we're, we're never going to see that again. 
unfortunately. And and uh, from a personal standpoint, or, or you know, this kid, uh, this young man, obviously has a lot of issues. And and you you heard Tom Brady talk about it after the game um, that that hopefully that that you know he gets right somehow that he fixes his life. And that's a hell of a lot more important than, than the National Football League. But um, it, it's just a it's just a, a shame to see that, and especially from such a talented guy, man. And yeah. and, a, and like I say, as a fan of football, we're going to miss it. How do the Bucks move forward from this situation with AB? Well, I think sometimes a situation like this can galvanize your team when everybody now is going to sit back and say, "Oh, hell, you guys got no chance." All right, never say Tom Brady doesn't have a chance. I've seen him win Super Bowls with a lot less talent than they have, okay? But let's not mistake. He, he just lost, it, and it's not just a loss of Antonio Brown. It's a loss of, of Godwin as well. So they lose two really good you know, slot receiver type guys, and, and that's going to hurt them. But sometimes situations like that can bring a team even closer. And and unfortunately, they they they're all feeling the pain of of losing this guy, and I I do believe they care about him. But at the same time, you got to bring it in. It's the you know, it, it's it's special to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and that's the way they have to approach it. And if you if you if you're not all in, then you're out. So we're bringing in all the guys that we have left are all in. And when you focus that way with a guy that's done it, but more than you know the, the the greatest of all time, you still have an opportunity. And and to me, we'll see if this you know galvanizes this team and uh, moving forward because people are, are definitely they're saying, well, no, they don't have a chance right now. And and we'll see how this team performs after this. And Keyshawn J. Will Max presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Alan Hahn, Harry Douglas here with you, and Rex Ryan joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. The Giants looked awful again. I mean, they just got to get to the end of this season. But the reports are they're going to bring Joe Judge back as head coach next season. He had another. I mean, you, you've had your share of epic rants after games and, and, and times where you knew it's time for me to say something and put a message out there in the media. But Joe, Joe yesterday went 11 minutes, Rex, 11 straight minutes you know, making the case for why this franchise is heading the right direction, what he sees, why they're, you know, in a different place now, and, and taking subtle shots at different franchises, different cities, even different coaches, and in, in what he was saying as well. I mean, you know, when you see this action, take this, you know what, when you go on an 11-minute rant, is that something because it's been on your mind and you need to get it off your chest, or is that spontaneous? What do you think you get in that moment, and have you ever had a moment like that? Well, look, I think he's trying to convince He's trying to convince the fan base that this actually is true. We, we, are, we are close, all right? We don't have any quitting our guys and all that type of stuff. But here's the problem. Like, I ain't buying it, okay? Everything he said since his initial press conference sounded great. Man, you, you said, oh, man, this guy's impressive. You know, how physical they were going to be, the vision he had for his football team. And we've seen the exact opposite. And I'm sorry, if you have minus it, I've been, been on some horrendous teams okay like we, we've had some bad moments but we never had minus 10 yards passing oh, <laughs> i knew like, that was coming like, are you kidding me like are you kidding me and and we're gonna here's the, here's the thing so let's see a decision he made okay we're gonna fire the offense coordinator great decision well how's it looked it's even worse it's even worse so there's another decision that this guy's made and it's backfired you control the coaches all right and that's that's obviously you know was a mistake because you're even worse now. 
Um, so what, do you, what are you going to point to? This team was built to win. Remember, they were going to make the playoffs with this football team. That's why they spent all this money. Ownership spent all this money, and we're all in on this football team. They were all in on Joe Judge. They had some momentum going into this season, and it's like, yes, let's do it. What do you have to show for it? Four wins? You're going to be 4-13? and 4-13, and 13, and, and you're going to come back? You're going to get a new GM that's going to be, oh, boy, this guy's going to be, he can't wait. You've always dreamed of having Joe Judge as your, your head coach. I ain't buying it. So to me, this guy's safe. I I mean, I I don't know what the hell they're 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 safe. I get it. Okay, great. If he is, I have. I, I mean, to me, I don't think the Giants have anything to look forward to other than those two high draft picks, and uh, and you'll be in the same boat you are next year. Because how this guy's going to anything he says is anybody buying right now? Because I'm certainly not. Yeah, I love the way you put that too. He's he's definitely trying to convince people that he's doing the job and maybe convincing fans, but also probably talking to the owner through the media as well. Rex, good to talk to you. Happy New Year. All the best. See you soon. All right, guys. Thank you. Great stuff as always from Rex Ryan. Right, Harry? That that, that, that was interesting how he put that, right? Talking to the yeah. fans, like trying to convince the fans. That, Car that, salesman. Yeah, that he's doing the job. It's okay. I expect you to boo me. Well, you know what? I don't want to. How about do a good job and I don't have to boo you? That's really not <laughs> facts. The, like hired a guy that you can boo. That's great. Do I, your I, damn I, job or we gonna judge you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get what you get. What I'm going there. I, I do. I do. I tell you what. It's everybody's turn to play judge. Give us your verdict on the Giants head coach. Eight 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 ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. That is next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.